Hello, David. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. So how are you feeling about yesterday's call? <laughs> uh, I yeah, I, I'm I'm very not very much not convinced that what we're doing with the um uh, meetings is helping. Um the DBS stuff. Um But oh well. So are you convinced that what we'll be doing next Tuesday will be helpful? I don't know what we're doing next Tuesday. Well, you're in charge, so we should probably figure that out. I uh, is is Steve gonna be there? So that is the first question that we don't know how to answer. So um that is um, frankly, one of the reasons why I've been kind of avoiding this issue is because I would really like to have this conversation with Steve present, and this is the first time he sounded like he would be available for that. So we have to kind of probably do some scenario planning. So scenario A is Steve is able to come and is open to doing a uh, fishbowl dialogue, uh, in which case we have to work up the mechanics, but at least the format and the uh, uh, overall premise is clear and so let's hope that that will happen um it's probably worth spending some time now thinking through if, if he's not able to for whatever reason um what could be done that would be constructive okay well, so we're in agreement though if if he is there and we do do the fish pool, uh Things are good because we have a topic. Uh, he called you out on something. You don't understand what it is, and uh, you're the seeker. And we'll just go with that format, right? Yeah, I mean, it can either be that he has a concern that he wants to raise with me, uh, and he could be the seeker and I'd be the helper, or, uh, uh, you know, and he and I have exchanged some uh, comments around his document on discipleship that he you know, took a while on but finally delivered. And so I have some comments about that, that if we don't resolve with more then I can ask him as a seeker and get his input. But yes, we could, it would be relatively straightforward to find a way to make that work. Um, and that would I, maybe not be a whole solution to everything that's been going on, but it would certainly be a huge step forward for everyone. Yeah, I, I think that just practically speaking, uh, you coming in as the seeker, trying to understand what's going on, um, with what he what he wants and what he said, I think it's the is the easiest approach. But if if he's like, no, I want to be the seeker. I have some things I want to really address. I would be so for it. I just I suggested you be the seeker for because I think it would just be easier for him to say yes to. That's all. Yeah. Um, right. So you don't mind either way. I don't mind either way. So so we'll just we'll just do whatever. Yeah, he sort of feels up to. All right. Plan B then, I guess. He doesn't show up or he doesn't want to come or he doesn't or he can't make it or something of that sort happens. What do we do then? Right, which is kind of the and just uh the mean couple on my side. I think that I have been so focused on the issues between me and him that I felt like, well, they can only be addressed in his presence. 
and you know I was willing to wait, and so I kind of didn't uh, take the larger issue seriously. But I think the thing that uh, was really helpful yesterday is I suddenly realized that you know it wasn't just about me and him. Uh, group norms were violated. People had various emotional reactions. And even if I didn't agree with all the beliefs that people had about what would happen or even what had happened, uh, the feelings were real and the wound was real. And it is entirely appropriate to do something to address that. So I think that that is a, a noteworthy point that I had overlooked and I appreciate the opportunity to uh, address. And I think that's something that could be done and arguably should be done even if Steve is absent. Uh, sure. Um, you know, there, there is there is one more thing related to that that I feel like you you were also gonna. Um, uh, you see, for people that you know, ostensibly everyone in this group cares about rather much, and sorry, I, I didn't quite uh, the, the audio was a little garbled. I didn't quite get that sentence. Okay. Uh, you and Steve are people that we care about, and we want to see good things for both of you, right? Uh-huh. And I would say that, like, this this cowboy go-it-alone attitude it doesn't reflect the ideals of the group that you have posited. When you Which say is, the cowboy go-it-alone group, uh, I think that was a fairly strong statement. I'm not sure I understand what you mean by that. Okay. I'm suggesting that, like, you have regarded this as an issue between you and Steve, and mm -hmm. that you resolve on your own with Steve. You haven't treated it like an issue in which uh, you were seeking feedback and input from the group. We're all witnesses to what happened. Who know. Uh -huh. We know both of you from our interactions on a weekly basis. You didn't you didn't seek our advice. You didn't seek our input. You didn't bring it up. You just sort of did your own thing. And that's okay, what I'm calling the cowboy. That's a fair point. I guess the thing that I did not know how to do, and maybe you can help me with this, is how to bring up this issue in Steve's absence in a way that isn't talking about him behind his back. Well, I mean, like, it isn't behind the back because we, like, broadcast We send it to Sorry? We, Sorry? we share it, right? It, this isn't this isn't secret, right? It's, like, it's recorded. It's uploaded. You're gonna, we're going to share it with him. We want him to know what we said and think. Right? So this this isn't this isn't a secret behind his back thing. He is yeah, actually... No, I'm not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that this is inappropriate. I just wasn't sure how to say, hey, group, help me with this. Uh, like, I wasn't sure, like, I literally did not know a way to ask that question that wouldn't come out wrong. I mean, I'm not saying there isn't one, I'm just saying I didn't know it. So maybe you can just, like, help talk me through what you could imagine me doing and how that would work. Uh, I, I would just say, hey, you know, something weird happened last week. Let's talk about it. Sorry, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Can you... So, yeah, for some reason, I was just sure if you paused or the audio cut off, so I can hear you now. Yeah, no, I just you just say, hey, you know, something happened last week. Uh, we didn't get, ahead, didn't get a chance to talk about it. Let's talk about it. I mean, okay. like, 
I mean, like, if 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 we are all, I mean, like, if you're going to trust us to sort of, uh, sort of set the agenda or the the what this group is doing and where we're heading as a group, like, you should be able to trust us to sort of open up a topic of conversation that is a little dicey. Yeah, right? you know, I think that's a great point, and uh, um, I think. Probably in the back of my head, I assumed that Steve would show up in a week or two and so things would get resolved quickly. And uh, I was sort of being lazy because of that. And I think also that having you do that is actually uh, way uh, safer than me trying to do that. So I appreciate your willingness to take the point on this. And you're right, it is a, it, like, a, I think the, um, I think the mental framing I had was uh, perhaps overly uh, biased towards optimism and patience and not uh, towards engagement. And I think this is a good chance to rectify that. So I think, I think it's a really valid point. And I think, you know, that's probably not a bad place to start if the C's not able to make it. Say, well, this thing happened a few weeks ago. And we haven't really had a chance to talk about it, and so let's talk about it. Okay. Um, do you have a sense for um, what you're hoping to have happen out of that conversation? Truth. Truth. Justice. Love. Maybe the American way. Superman to come down. American way is not doing too well this week, but uh, <laughs> the, uh, so, uh, I mean, so, 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 let's, so let's go into that a little bit. Uh, truth and justice truth. are words that uh, I, I mostly mean. Like but I think certainly, from my, from my perspective, the thing about truth is primarily that people get a chance to share their feelings and be heard. That, yeah, that that is, and, that is the goal because the fear is the fear is people had thoughts and feelings about this and they they just suppressed it and yeah. you know in part because they're hoping that well all right well Steve will show up one of these weeks and then we can have it out or you know they're just like oh well maybe this is the sort of group in which this sort of talk isn't okay and yeah. um I don't and I don't want to be part of a group in which that sort of talk is not okay. Yeah, so I think the important thing is what sort of talk, so there's, there's a, um, a couple of nuances that I think it's helpful to be clear about is that this is not, the I, I would like to make it upfront clear, the point of this is not to judge Steve. This is not like a trial in absentia for what he did. People can share their feelings, people can share their concerns, um, um, but it's mostly to be focused on us and what we think about the group. And obviously that's going to touch on what Steve did and how people feel about various parts of that or how they remember various parts of it. But there's still a line I'd like to try and draw in terms of the intent. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I, I'm really liking this because, uh, like what I'm hearing from you is all sorts of uh, objectives and values and goals, 
Okay. That I don't consider specified. Um, in terms of the, the group or in terms of the session? In terms of the group. Like, no, uh, yeah. let's say, let's say I, I want to, I want to judge Steve. I want to okay. judge Steve in a loving way, but in a way that yeah. I think will, uh, help him or actually more likely you. I want to judge you. Mm-hmm. Um, what's wrong with me doing that? Uh, okay, I just realized you were not part of season one, were you? And I don't no. think you've gone back and actually read or much less watched all of the things you talked about in season one. No, I have not. Right, okay, fair enough. Right, so a lot of the stuff we kind of thrashed through a lot of the key values and beliefs and so forth back then. And so uh, we didn't summarize it in any sort of formal statement, obviously. Um, but Why not? Why not? We, hmm? Because there's a lot of stuff and I was exhausted. And I wasn't sure anyone would read it. Because very few people like you are willing to actually put the effort into stuff like that. And so uh, it's all I can do to just keep up with posting stuff when it comes and the rest of my life. So mm-hmm. the... Fair enough. Right. So, so like I said, you know, so, but like after last week, when you, uh, you know, challenged me on the code of conduct, I did sit down and write up a code of conduct because I thought that was a useful thing to do. Um, and did you read the code of conduct I sent out to the list? Yes, I did. I was hoping we were going to discuss it this week. I was a little disappointed that we, we didn't. Right. Uh, so you and I can discuss it this week. Uh, and the, you know, different people have different things they're looking for and different things they're interested in. And, you know, it wouldn't at all be a, you know, this, that's certainly a, uh, useful thing that you and I could work on this week, and then we could use that as the starting point for our conversation next week. If we're going into the more discussion format, uh, the, the exploration of, uh, of the situation and say, these are the principles that we're following as we're going through this. Um. So I, I I like the code of conduct um, quite a bit, um, though I don't know. Like what I would say is like this is this is always going to be the pain point with me. Like mm-hmm. in my mind, I I'm not very picky about things. I I'm picky about things being defined, whatever they may be. And mm-hmm. so like it, I'm like there's a hundred ways in which you could word this, and I'm going to be pretty open and tolerant of all of them. Um, okay, I just won't be happy. I just won't be happy with things I see as vague or incomplete. And so, uh-huh. like, this is additional definition, therefore I'm super happy. Um, Great. Uh, yeah, no, what, so actually, do you think it would be useful to review that, um, you know, at the beginning of the next session if we're going with plan B? This is, this is so interesting because I'm like, I don't feel like we followed it. Um, so just, I, I paid attention, uh, you, you picked uh, the two verses, John and, and Galatians, and that's, that's fine. But then I, I just noticed now that this point at the end, this takes priority over anything else we may have planned. The whole reason we are here is to help each other love more like Jesus by practicing, obeying scripture together, and we should make the most of every opportunity that arises to do that. Mm-hmm. We haven't followed that. Well, so... So let's start doing that now, Dave. Uh, okay. 
okay, because like one of the things that I was, I realized actually having written this down, one thing that really helped for me, and I thought you were kind of getting there with the the, the plan A bit, is uh, figuring out who's the seeker and who and who who wants help and who's offering help. And so, you know, certainly with Steve, I have offered to help him in various ways um, in terms of processing that. And I've tried to offer to help you, but I wasn't actually sure what kind of help you needed or whether actually our whole conversation, I realized I've never been clear on whether you're saying, I'm frustrated, confused, I want you to help me, or I think you're doing something wrong, I want to help you. Uh, it was and definitely, so, you're doing something wrong, I want to help you. Okay, thank you. So, so, so um, you are offering help. And so, okay, so you feel like the group is not well defined out. Great, I would love help. What additional definition uh, can you create? And you know, where do you see specific things that, so I've already mentioned a number of things I've done wrong, which I am repenting of and submitting to your guidance on how to make this right. Um, what else is there that uh, you would like to see done to make Tuesday more well-defined and successful? Well, I mean, like, uh, basically, every every Wednesday, you and I get on the call, and I just sort of sit here criticizing you. So, like, we've been we've been going through, we've been going through it. Right. I would also like to point out, just out of just in the spirit of, of uh, closure, that I believe both time the last two calls have both ended with action items, and I don't yes. recall actually hearing you follow through on those. Yes. Um. I'm I'm disinclined to do them. That's fine. That's my answer. And I'm okay. I'm so very you did say at least that if you weren't going to do it, you would you would let me know you weren't going to do it. Yes, and some unspecified number of days. Sorry. And some uh, in in some unspecified number of days, and yeah, I probably have not honored that. Um, you see, like the, the thing is, like the answer is like. The thing that has me conflicted is like my answer right now is, is probably a solid I don't want to do this now. And I'm not going to do this now. And, and you know, it, it, it's reasonable to say that there is a that we make priorities of what we focus on and what we and what we think is urgent and important. And I think we can have grace for each other in that. Is that a fair statement? Uh, I don't want your grace. I want you to actually be kind of upset at me. Um, I want to. I want you to be kind of upset at me because I should have done. I should have said something. Um, okay, I am mildly upset at you. Okay. Um, thank you. Uh, You're welcome. I want. I want to say that. Well, I, what I would say is just like my 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 fear is my fear is if I had to answer now if I had to just make a judgment call I would say I'm going to cut the great reset out. I, I'm not seeing a lot of positive there, especially lately. And and what I would say is, if I had to make a call like right now, do I put in time or effort? Uh, I don't. That's the call. The call now is no. Right now, absolutely not. And my fear is, if I if I do actually fully embrace that and actually admit to that, then it means that I just sort of give up on the group 
and in all of you, just like now. And mm-hmm. and I don't want to do that. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to make that decision. I don't want to take responsibility. I don't want to sort of commit to that. Mm-hmm. And so I I've been wishy-washy about it, which I hate. So you don't want to do commit that. to. Uh, you don't. You don't want to commit to abandoning the Great Reset. And but now we're in the moment where we say, you know, you know, Dave, everything you're saying is more or less right. We are messed up and we're not doing this correctly. We need your help. And now you kind of are have you, to step up. And, and are you saying that? Are you actually yeah. saying that? I, I have not felt that. I have not felt that coming from you. Okay, I, I think that you know, I, I have tried to be as clear as I possibly could, Dave. I am making this up as I go along. I need all the help I can get. And very specifically, this coming Tuesday. Um, I am either structurally uh, capable of really moderating that conversation, um, and um, I honestly don't, and the reason that I put off having this conversation without Steve is I really didn't know a healthy way to do that. And if you said, well, this is a thing that needs to be done, it's the right thing to do, I'm willing to step up and make sure it happens, then that would be amazing. I mean, like, I'm. We don't expect to be perfect. We're just saying, hey, be available. You'll, you'll, you'll do your best, and you know, we'll have grace for you. I mean, I'm willing to commit to doing the fishbowl. I think that's not a big deal. That's the Are you willing to commit to hosting Plan B if Steve's not able to make it? Yeah, you see, now that's the. <laughs> that's where we're at now, isn't it? Yeah, right. Because um, I mean, that's precisely why I've held off. I mean, if Steve had come back and said, hey, I'm happy to do a fishbowl now because we're done, it would have been easy. But the fact that he hasn't is why I've been dragging my feet because I didn't know how to do it. So if you're going to call me on it, great. Uh, you know it's true. You don't. You know. So what do we do? All right. If 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 this was a small group that I was in charge of, and mm-hmm. I saw hap- and I saw what happened happen. Um, mm-hmm. On the spot, I tried to do what I would do, which is like try to resolve it quickly. Try to like mm-hmm. like at least get people to talk about it and agree, even if we don't resolve everything now, that we will resolve it soon later. Um, mm-hmm. Get those sort of com- get, get those sort of commitments out of people. That would have been the mm-hmm. first thing I would do. Um, mm-hmm. Now, assuming that didn't happen, the next week, what I would have done is I would have said, "All right, guys. So uh, funny things happened, and." Uh, you know, we should talk about it. And I guess what I would do is I would say my take first as a way of sort mm-hmm. of defending everyone involved. Mm-hmm. To sort of set set the sort of like, uh, set it up so like, because I'm the one who's sort of forcing we need to talk about this issue, I would want to set the tone to um, everyone is defended. And so kind I would, of like a neutral would, baseline. Uh, no, it it would be a defended baseline, as in like uh, mm. trying to justify everyone. So it would okay. actually be sort of try to try to say contradictory things that were biased in everyone's favor. So uh, okay. that includes the individual parties involved as well as the group involved uh, overall. So I would say wow, something like you know, well, it's because as someone like running a group. I would. The reason I would do that is mostly because I'm concerned about the abuse of power. 
And mm-hmm. if you're in that position, anything you say is sort of authoritative. And yeah. and you could sort of set a set a precedent of like, well, we're here to sort of attack so and so. And everyone's going to feel compelled to deal with that. Even mm-hmm. even if like everyone is against it. It sort of like becomes that becomes sort of like the, the mode that everyone is thinking in. And yeah, either they're going telling. to be yeah. and and, and and at that point, everyone might just start resisting because that's not what they want, which is fine. But it's like I don't want that to be the sort of mindset that we have. I want yeah. the I want it to, I want it to be sort of uh, I, I want it to be sort of everyone is is we're in a good place. So what I, I guess I would say is like the most important thing in my mind is to reinforce the cohesion of the group. And that's that's why I would say I would spend time defending each individual and then as a mm-hmm. group try to defend the group as a unit. Right, yeah. So just, just to, let me rephrase it because this is really powerful, Dave, and, and I really appreciate your your articulating this because it helps me understand what I am uh, have a harder time understanding, which is why like, I have never seen um, what, what I have experienced in the past has been where people um, defend the cohesion of the group by attacking individuals or defending individuals uh, at the expense of group cohesion. And so this picture you're painting of defending the individuals in order to build up the cohesion of the group is beautiful and not something that was possible for me to really conceptualize before this. So this is very helpful. Thank you. Well, I, I, I did also admit that I would say things that were inherently contradictory. Yeah, so that's, that's the price. To, that's a, that's a reasonable price to pay. Uh, right, and, and the idea is to just sort of introduce the topic and sort of set set this sort of defense up to get people in the right sort of lines, and then people could then introduce like, "Hey, David, what you just said is nonsense," and I was like, and then I would be okay with that because anyone who responds is no longer speaking quite as like the authority. And and uh, I and I always have the option to either agree with them or to sort of push back if I think they're being too strong. Um, mm-hmm. So I could I could always control the tone. Mm-hmm. But my goal my goal at that point is I want everyone to to feel like they can say what it is that's bothering them, what it is that they're feeling, what it is they thought about it. I want I want it expressed. I don't want it acted mm-hmm. on. I want it expressed, though. And that's that's mm-hmm. that's my ultimate goal: is to encourage everyone to just get out all of those feelings. So I love and that idea. Right. I, well, I was going to say it's difficult because, like, one expression of feeling can cause someone else not to want to express their feelings, and so it's tough. Right. That was the question I, that I have, and I'm not sure if there is an answer. We just have to suck it up. But like, what if? Uh, you know, as can happen, one person feels attacked or disparaged by someone else's expression of feelings. Um, that's the point. Of, that's the point of the early defense, though. To sort mm-hmm. of already have a precedent set for defending people, so that they can mm-hmm. feel like they can they can express them, and and it is an evolving process because you can also start expressing feelings about what's currently happening. Yeah. Yeah. And you see, and this, and this, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No. So interestingly, 
I really love this idea of a, of a tone setting, trend setting, opening statement. I wonder if, this is just an I wonder, um, I wonder if having a time of, of meditating on scripture or prayer or something uh, at the beginning, or even just reviewing the, the code of conduct or something like that, would also help reinforce that tone to give people some ideas of the norms that we're trying to, or, or at least the mindset that we're trying to encourage. Um, it might. So the, the only thing that hesitate that makes me hesitate there is that I, I don't want this to be a session in which we're only allowed to make positive statements. I do want the negative statements mm. to come out. And you see, like, what I said, the, the point to me was that, like, as the one who's sort of organ, leading the group, the authority there carries extra weight. And that's why mm -hmm. I wanted it to be one that defends everybody. Um, mm -hmm. But I also wanted people to be, and I wanted to defend people in particular so that they feel empowered to actually attack. Because if they do so something wrong, right. to attack, to actually attack. Because if they something wrong, yes. Attack. I think I think attack is actually a attack good thing. Attack something to wrong or attack someone who's wrong. I I don't know that there's really a difference. Okay. At least in the person receiving it, it's going to be perceived the same. Right. I mean, I would prefer if I could find an alternate word for attack, but if that's what you're going with, then I guess I need to respect that. I personally prefer the word term critique. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I would say that the person who's being critiqued is going to feel attacked. And so I want to right. use words that, that express what they're feeling. Right, but I mean, I would say that the, the the person who would say, I'm sorry if you felt attacked, that wasn't my intent. I was trying to critique. And at least we would say that, you know, the, the goal was to be something other than that. Yeah, I don't know. You see, like, um, this stuff is painful, and I, I don't want to say I don't I I don't want anyone to get the idea that it isn't going to be painful, right? And so, uh, I kind of want people to be on guard. Like, this is, yeah. My hope would be that people would recognize, okay, we're about to do something. That is a little bit painful. There is gonna, it's going to feel like we're being attacked. It's, it's the pruning okay. of the, the pruning of the vine, right? But this is actually a good thing. Right, and you know, and that's, that's why I was kind of a little surprised that you, when I suggested doing a meditation or a scripture at a time, you went to, oh, this isn't going to hurt, because I think there's lots of great Bible passages that talk about that, about speaking the truth in love, or faithful are the wounds of a friend. Or you know, better the what is it, the slap of a friend than the kiss of an enemy. Yeah, but you see, like um, my my, uh, we're getting hung up on the opening statement. Uh, my goal with the opening statement was to prevent abuse of authority, not to coerce um, what other people say. Okay. It's actually yeah. trying to it's trying to prevent that coercion as much as possible. 
So I really, really strongly don't want to say, okay, everyone say positive reinforcing things, and here's the scriptural verse that we're going to read that enforces that. Okay, so, um, you know, given that that's the goal think, and the constraints you're working on, I think I can understand why you're going that way. So, fine. Uh, I, it was just a wonder that uh, gives me a better sense of where you're, what you're trying to achieve and what you're trying to avoid. I mean, like, um, let me see here. If, 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 uh, if what had happened instead was Bill had come into that meeting and he called me out for having an affair with my wife, which I don't mm -hmm. have, but let's mm -hmm. say that happened. Uh, I would feel attacked. And mm -hmm. what I would say is I should be called out. I would want to be called out. Mm -hmm. At least I could say that now, not having been in that situation. And I think mm -hmm. it's good that I'm going to be called out. I would want mm -hmm. to encourage that. And mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't want him to avoid saying anything to me because we have established a principle of only positive speech. Right. And what I would say okay. is that, like, what I would say is, like, I, I think Steve actually did a good job of uh, being very concerned about what's good for you. And because regardless of what he said, I would say his intentions, I think, were pretty pure. And as long as someone has what I would say are pure intentions, we can sit there and maybe buffer what is said or, you know, correct it or sort of tweak it a little bit to sort of protect the person who is being targeted. Um, and we might do that a little bit. But I do want that message to come across because I think that message potentially comes from the Holy Spirit. And I want to make sure that the, the root of that is is sort of sent and that any sort of additional baggage that he may have brought on with it sort of get filtered out. But I don't want to limit the Holy Spirit. That is that is the right. thing that I, I fear. Because that's the thing I see in churches, right? And that's why we have... Yeah, absolutely. No, we don't have any accountability. Yeah. I don't even know if the the issue of purity of intention is really even relevant because I think my perspective is everyone has mixed motives for everything they do. And but the, the phrase I always liked hearing was mining the gold of good intentions is that uh, there was something positive that they're trying to accomplish here and let's work with them to figure out what that is to make sure that we accomplish it. Yeah, I like that wording of it. Yeah. So it's so, um, yeah. The, the reason that I wasn't so wanting to go the the challenge, of course, is that um, there was enough in there that it's difficult to speculate on what his core issues were without Steve's participation, which is why he wanted to take the time to think through his own issues, his own so forth. And so I wasn't sure how much of that we could productively do in Steve's absence. I mean, I guess what we oh. could do is if people said there were things that he brought up that are also concerns of theirs, then that certainly, uh, that could be a concern. Yeah, you know, so, you know, the thing that gets me, really, and one of the reasons I'm very hesitating here is because you have built a culture in this world, whether or not you like it. And I'm not exactly sure what that culture is. I haven't been able to place my finger on it. And, and that's one of the reasons, like, 
I'll say I'll say a remark, and then I'm like, I don't want to talk anymore about it. I don't want to push it. But then you sort of push me and say, David, speak more about this. And then I will. Yeah. Um, I don't push it immediately because I'm like, I'm not sure how taboo this Yeah. So one of the things that is, can you hear me okay? The audio is a bit yeah. blurred. Yes. Is that um, what I have found is when you share something objective, like this is what's happening, or this is what everyone believes, or or whatever, then I tend to get frustrated and confused. But if you say, you know, I'm feeling this, I'm seeing this, then I become engaged and curious. And I think that um, I want to create a culture where people do feel free to say, you know, hey, uh, maybe it's just me, but I'm really kind of frustrated about this. In fact, that's one of the things I was talking about with Eric uh, this morning is that, I, is that, you know, I'm holding everything loosely, but if we do continue with this DBS thing, I want to like add a phase at the beginning where we say, you know, hey, um what's going on with you is there something that's really bothering you or you think that's important for the group that we need to be doing rather than our planned study and uh, i want to try and create you know a structure that is more flexible and adaptive that way uh, because to me that's really the interesting part when people have something that doesn't fit neatly into the schedule how do we recognize that and give them a constructive way to express that? You still with me? Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, and so the short answer is like this is what we this is what I mean by co-construction, right? Uh, I don't know how to do this. I know where I'd like to get to, um, but I don't know uh, what is actually going to be useful. And so, if you have an idea and you're willing to try it, you know, God bless you. Let's go for it. Still there? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm actually sort of sort of focusing on what you said at the beginning. Okay. Um, I my feelings are just generally detached, mm -hmm. and it feels obnoxious just saying like, "Look, I I don't understand what we're doing, and I don't really care." And coming in mm -hmm. every week saying. I don't understand what we're doing and I don't really care. Mm -hmm. Is I mean, I one I feel it's just mean. Mm -hmm. But I mean that is how I'm feeling. And you're like, oh, yeah. well, you want to hear more of that? I'm like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Because it, it's going to be the same thing every week. I don't understand what's going on and I don't know why I'm here. No, I, I, what I want to hear precisely is, what do you think is not being done that should be done? And I think you did a great job of that. I mean, I could think of some better ways to for that to have happened, and that's a design question for another time. But I think you know, there, you know, half the group definitely felt like there were important, painful issues that had not been sufficiently discussed. 
and you raising that issue was effective in surfacing that. And now that it's surfaced, I guess the question is, are you willing to, you know, walk this through with me and do what has to be done? Yeah, but you know, the thing that gets me is that you also just said that you don't like it when I, I make sort of objective statements. Like everyone feels this way or this is what's going on with everyone. Mm -hmm. And like what gets me is like every time I do say something like that, something good happens. <laughs> and every time and every time I make a prediction about what's gonna happen with the group, it, it looks like it comes true. That could be confirmation bias. Sure. But you see yeah. like the thing so, is I mean, but, but, I, so, so let, let me let me let me give you a concrete example. Okay. Like I feel like it would have been lower friction if when we did the I likes and I wonders, instead of just posting something in the chat uh, that you did, if you had said, you know, I really like how this worked as a Bible study. As a Bible study, it was really great. One of the best Bible studies I ever had. That was sincere, honest, I like. But I wonder if this is really the best way to be using our time. And I wonder if we should really be spending time talking about what happened with Steve. Like, I feel like if we had started from that framing, that would have been uh, easier to digest. That make yeah, but I mean, that would have felt insincere. Sorry? That would have been, uh, that would have felt insincere. Oh, really? Yeah. Fascinating. Why would that have seemed insincere? Was that either of those statements not true? Um, I, I would say that it was a good Bible study, but I, I would say that I don't care that it was a good Bible study. Mm, so it wouldn't be. Okay. In fact, that was specifically my point. My, my specific point was right. it doesn't matter how good of a Bible study this is, that's not what we're here for. Why are we doing this? And so to say, well, you know, it's okay. a good Bible study. I'm really enjoying this. I was like, yeah, but that's like, that feels like I'm just sort of complimenting for the sake of. of um, okay, so let's skip the I like part. What about just explicitly framing your question, your concern as an I wonder? Yeah, so the the I wonder would be. I mean, because we had to drag it out of you as it was. If you'd given us the I wonder statement, that would have made it a lot more straightforward. Well, yeah, this this goes back to I I, I don't know exactly where everyone in the, where the what the culture of the group is and where everyone is. Um. So. And, so the whole it, point it, of the I wonder is to is to like say that this is something that's on your mind without forcing the group to have to, it invites the group to ask you more, but it doesn't force them to. Isn't that, isn't that what I did? I isn't that Sorry? what I did though? I mean, like, I made a- Well, you did, I, in a very, I mean, to me it felt like you, you, you offered a compliment that seemed like it was sincere and a positive statement, and then you reversed it and said, no, actually I meant to condemn you, or I meant that it's condemnation, which, uh, was a higher friction interaction than I would have preferred. Well, I mean, I guess it, it, it was designed to be a coded message to you. 
but you didn't do it to me. You did it to, in the chat for the whole group here. Was that a, yeah. a technical yeah. error? No, no, I was trying to be transparent. Okay, so good. So it was a coded, you're trying to be transparent with a coded message. That seems a bit awkward. Yes. Okay, so I'm saying that, you know, th this is my point, David. It's like, I think the things that you are trying to do are important and I really value them. But I think if we could work together, we could do a better job of doing this in less awkward ways. No, I guess I guess what I'm saying is like um, yeah, I guess this 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 goes back to like what I think the fundamental problem of the group is. Like like my goal with that message was to indicate to you because I thought we talked about this last week. I'm pretty sure we did. Like my complaint was EBS just seems like a Bible study and it isn't really contributing to the group. And then during during the during it, I'm like, oh look, it was just a good Bible study, and you didn't pick up on that that message. I was I was referring back to our last one on one, and to me, I wanted that to just be a bookmark. I wanted it to be a bookmark so that during our conversation today, I could say like, look, I. Uh, from last week, I'm worried. I said that DBS just looks like a, a Bible study. It doesn't look like we're really focusing on what we're doing. And then, sure enough, we did. And you, you gave me assurances that it was. And I'm like, I'm not seeing it. Okay. So and there's, yeah. So, so I just the, the, your effort to just prove me wrong, uh, pr prove me wrong, kind of ended up proving yourself wrong because then the reading became something much more indifferent than a Bible study because of your intervention, sort of accidentally. Yes. Right. And I say, you know, it'd be so nice instead of trying to score points against me and accidentally helping me, you actually were consciously trying to help me. Wouldn't that be better for all of us? Yeah, but I, I don't think I am helping you. You were helping, well, so we've had three conversations, two conversations in a row. This is the third one. Okay, I think it was really helpful to raise this issue and open my eyes to the fact that other people are feeling traumatized. I thought it was really uh, good to volunteer to moderate the visual dialogue with Steve. And now the question is, I think you have a great vision for how we could have a healthy group conversation next week, even if Steve is absent. And I guess the question is, will you be willing to lead that? Like I, I, I don't, I don't know why I'm having such a hard time getting this through to you because I'm, I'm trying to be very blunt with it. Like, like as far as I'm concerned, the group is is not organized and it's not organized because you're not organizing. And right, so help me out here. Do a better job. Show me how it should be done. But I, I'm saying I don't want to. Well, so this is because like, you like, have to step up because this is race versus loss. You can't just sit there saying, Ernie, this is stupid. You should do a way better job. It's like, I don't know how. Show me. If you know better, right, read the Galatians verse, right? If, you're, if, if I am the person who needs to be helped and you are the wiser, more understanding person in this area, then I think that means you have an obligation to help me. If you're going to be pointing stuff out that I'm doing wrong, then show me how to do it better. That's all I ask. Is that unreasonable? 
Yeah, but you, okay, you're you're missing you're missing it. So like your your my goal is entirely to to sort of change your mind on things. I don't care no, about the group. So, okay, right. This is the thing. If you just want to show that I'm wrong, so you can score some pl- abstract points. Yeah, but I you don't actually care about what, helping the group be healthier. I I care about you being more effective. Okay, so I learn best by seeing people do the things I don't know how to do. So like, my, my, my problem is that, like, I feel like I point out a problem and mm-hmm. you, interp- you interpret it in a way as not a problem. So, and, so I've said it's a problem, okay? No, no, I mean... How have I denied? I, right, so what I'm saying is, that, so there are different problems going on here. Let's focus on the one we both agree. The group has not processed the pain it felt since Steve left. The group needs to process the field. Like, I agree with both of those points, okay? My point, like, and he said, what you would really want is to have a leader who can be really fair to all sides to take charge and uh, let people have a healthy conversation where they can really share their frustration. I said, okay, in all honesty, I don't think I can do that. I am way too close to this issue. Okay, let me let me let me. I wanna I wanna ask around this. Okay. Uh-huh. So, did you not believe before yesterday that there was a problem in the group that wasn't being processed? I, um, I thought that people's anxiety was based purely on the fact that they were convinced that Steve would never come back and this would never be addressed. And therefore, I was confident that as soon as Steve came back and the issue was addressed, that we would be fine. That was my understanding at the time. Has, you, has that changed? Okay. Don't you still believe that? Yeah. So I think that after I realized that people have pain. And in some sense, you know, I've been focused on whether or not Steve wounded me and whether they were concerned that we were in conflict. And that was a factor, but that was not the only factor. There is a larger set of issues, which is why I think it's important and healthy and useful to have a larger conversation uh, than the one between Steve and I. And that, right, that so can you, actually be quite productive and useful and helpful, even if Steve isn't there. All right, so you're saying before yesterday's event, um, uh-huh. you didn't believe there was a larger issue that needed to be processed with the group. It was just this, right. you know, there was a relationship right. problem that, with Steve. Yeah. Okay. So what I don't understand is, like, I, I pointed out that people were generally discouraged. And uh, I expected attendance to drop. That it wouldn't just right. be Steve, so, but it would be other people impacted. I pointed that out two weeks ago. Right. And so who are the people that you said would not show up? Or who you thought would not show up? Uh, well, I mentioned Bill. Bill showed up. Uh, he also he he also missed a week. He, he missed one meeting. It didn't sound like he disappeared. He, he well, yeah, missed no. meetings before, right? So so I mean the data is okay, no, no, no. Your da- so so all right. To me, no 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 no. I really want to no. I really want to. No. Really I want to. I have to strongly push back against this, okay? Because okay. like Bill. Bill expressed to me dissatisfaction with the group 
and about what happened. Okay. And I went and I pressured him to attend. In particular, I, I used Janet against him. Like, Janet is going to be here and leading. You have to show up. I specifically did that. Wow, thank you. Okay, fair point. So, there, you're right. Bill was there. So, when I talked to Bill afterwards, uh, after yesterday, because he did drop abruptly, I didn't notice that, but someone pointed that out. And so I called up to follow up on him. And he acknowledged that actually he had convinced himself that Steve was never going to come. And he totally missed the fact that Steve said in the chat that he was planning to come back next week. He was, he was open to come. He was leave his schedule open so he should be able to make it next week. And so he had some conception. That's oh, right. You know, okay, fair enough. Your 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 predictions of Bill's just, uh, unwillingness to come was accurate. Okay, point in your favor. Uh, that I, also I also predicted Steve would, would make excuses and not show up, and they would seem totally okay. legitimate. Right. So he has. So. This is a imponderable that we can um, not okay, really know right, for me, sure. So, like, like I said, okay. given the evidence, you have reason. Let, let me actually let me let me bring this around actually full circle to you. So, a point that okay, I think you, you care. About. All right. Okay. You care about accountability of leadership, right? Okay. This is one of the things that we talked about. That you know, this is what the group is about. You're effectively the leader of this group. When an incident happened that you were involved in, when you were involved in, I went to you and I said, there's a problem. And I felt like and you I dismissed said, what right. I said. I don't know how to deal with it. No, I felt so dismissed. Okay, I apologize for that, David. And so <laughs> what I'm saying is that, but it really doesn't mean that like, I'm the magical leader who can fix everything. That's not the way this works. Yeah, but you decide the topic each week. And like, what, so, so I I'm, a... I'm juggling different things that we're doing. So, okay. I'm sorry. I did the, I, if, you know, I think the one point I would disagree with you is that you said everyone in the group doesn't have this purpose. And the reality is people have different purposes from this group. Okay. Eric is thrilled at the idea of adapting discovery Bible study to Western culture. And he sees this as hugely important for the things that he's trying to accomplish. Okay. That doesn't mean he's right or wrong. That just means that's his perspective. And so some people in the group, it worked. And, you know, by the way, I do feel like I also have to point out that uh, it actually was really helpful for this conversation that Janet chose more or less randomly the passage on the lost sheep. Because I think it's very convicting that, like, yeah, Steve is a lost sheep, and we need to do something about that. And I have not given it sufficient priority. Point made. The question is, is that I don't always understand. So here's the thing, like I need help. And specifically, this is the help I need, Dave. If you want me to do better, show me, please. It would really, really help. Right? You're the one who's offering to help. Because you see I'm doing something wrong. This is the help I need. Is that too much to ask? I keep trying to say that, like, my, 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 my fear is 
that. The audio is cutting out here. Sorry. You, you know, it's not cutting out. I'm hesitating. Oh, okay. I, I, I guess I just say that I feel like it doesn't matter if I tell you something's going to happen in advance. It doesn't matter if I tell you what, what's going to happen, what's, what's wrong or what isn't working. It, it doesn't really matter if I do that because I think you're not listening and you're not going to get it and you're not going to change anything. Right. And that, so this is why. So that may well be true. Uh, certainly as a parent, I have noticed that on my own case as well. And so what I'm saying is, you know, what would really help me, what would be transformational, if I just surrender, I let you run the meeting, and you show me how to address all these issues that need to be addressed. I think that would be, I mean, the best I can offer you is surrender. Uh, I can't promise perfection. No. I can't promise. No, you're, I mean, you like, see, you're not surrendering, though. That's the point. You see, like, you're surrendering. Why am I not surrendering? Okay. Sorry, what? You're you're not surrendering. You're surrendering the the agenda for Tuesday. You're not surrendering yourself or your positions or your beliefs. You're not trying to enter into my perspective on this stuff. I don't understand your perspective, Dave. That's why I want you to show me. But that, that, I'm saying that's not going to convince you. Who says not convincing me? So, so, so I do. Here's about it. So here's here's the thing. Dave, I'm not quite sure what um, – so I don't know how your principles work. Oh, oh, first of all, I, I have to take exception to the fact. So is your goal to help me to understand – so first of all, you, you made several very specific claims that I'm not taking this seriously enough, that I'm not setting the agenda to follow what's most important. So I can repent of those specific things by giving you an entire Tuesday to focus on the agenda that you think is most important. I mean, that feels like a reasonable response no, to your claim. No, right? you're going to take a responsibility. You're not trying to do it yourself. You're not trying to cooperate with me. You're just sort of saying, well, fine, you do it. No, yeah, and, so, and so let's be clear. So, so, Dave, this is the hugest difference in this group than maybe every other group you've been a part of, and this is like a really important part I'm trying to get along to you. I'm not Superman. I can't do everything that needs to be done. And so if it needs to happen, maybe it's because somebody else needs to do it. Maybe I'm the wrong person to lead this group. I don't know. It's like, I do what I can to the extent I understand it. And when I can't, I ask for help. And right now I could really use your help, David, because this is a really important question, a really thorny question. And I am way too emotionally close to be able to handle a lot of this stuff. And I could really use someone else to take the reins and help the group walk through this. And yeah, maybe it's a short-term cop-out. I'm asking for grace to cover for my weakness, to get through this next phase, at which point I'll be a wise and healthy person. And if, by the way, part of this is saying, you know, Ernie as a leader needs to focus on X, Y, and Z, and that's what the group's consensus is coming out of it, awesome. And then they can help explain it to me in what terms I can understand and show me how to be accountable to it. Because from my, where I sit, I feel like I've tried with my imperfect understanding to do the thing that you've asked me to do, and I'm 
following through on them as best I can. And I think it's really fair of me to ask, are you willing to help me out? Or do you just want to say, please, you want to sit there and tell me to be perfect? So we, let me explain some of where I'm coming from. Okay. I have, I have led plenty of groups. I am, Sorry? I have led plenty of, of small groups before. Huh? Um, I, I'm currently leading. I, I, I have an engineering team that I am leading. I have projects that I am leading. I, I have been in prominent leadership positions in a church before, and I'm currently stepping back from that. And there are people that I, I have family members that I need to be responsible for, and I have community members that I am currently responsible for that I don't want to drop the ball. And I already feel stretched thin. Mm. And so, like, uh, two hours of my week to, to sort of hear something that, you know, interesting and fun is, it's, this is this is just entertainment. This is like TV watching for me. Interactive TV right. is a video, a video game. So it's like, it's like low cost. And it's it's fun uh, for the most part, engaging, unhappy. When you actually take responsibility and show you how to do it, it's like if I were to lead, like the first thing I would do is pour tremendous more time and energy into it. I would if I were if I wanted to lead this group, I would schedule a one-on-one meeting with everyone in it, so I could find out where on earth they are, what it is they want, what is it they're expecting. And like and try to negotiate uh, a compromise between all of them. Then I would go before the whole group and say, you know, I've discussed some stuff with you guys individually. This is what I'm thinking. Can we, as a group, sort of come to a conclusion on this? That this is where we want to go and what we want to do. Which is what I talked to you about before about synthesizing right, so like, whatever. Okay, wants. I'm not saying you need to take over leadership of the group. Okay. Yes. But I am saying, saying is that I'm not like claiming that I'm competent to do any of this. Okay, and I have my own constraints and limitations. What I'm asking very specifically, are you willing to commit to, if Steve is not able to make it for whatever reason, to hosting the discussion that you so beautifully laid out, uh, saying this is it, which I know will take some preparation, but probably not ours, but it does mean sort of stepping up. And showing I mean, like, that you actually really do care about helping the group process this, and you're willing to shoulder some risk and vulnerability to help make that happen. I, I don't think that happens. I don't think me just sort of leading the Tuesday group does that. I don't think it demonstrates taking responsibility. I don't think it is taking responsibility. Sorry. What I'm saying is that, so you're saying that, okay, there are many issues that need to be dealt with in the group. Okay. Totally on board. The issue that I believe specifically you raised was that we haven't talked about um, 
Steve's departure. And the reason I haven't talked about Steve's departure is I did not know a healthy way to do that if Steve was absent. That is the concrete problem facing us today. And it's like, okay, you seem to have a clear idea of what should be done and could be done. Uh, I think it would be great if you did that. So, because the reason I haven't done it is because I was convinced I would screw it up. I couldn't think of a good way of doing it. And you explaining to me in theory how it might work isn't sufficient to convince me that I wouldn't screw it, that, that it, it is a good thing for me to do. But you seem adamant that it's not just a good thing, it's the only right thing to do. And it's like, okay. You don't think waiting indefinitely you don't think waiting indefinitely is, is not harmful? Indefinitely is a long time, right? It, I, I agree. It's harmful, but like, like the reason I waited so long is that I didn't know how to do this. And you say, well, it's easy to do it. That's okay. If it's this easy, show me. I mean, this is a big part of what I am trying to uh, look, if you say, no, I can't because of external circumstances, or no, I don't care enough, that's an answer. Um, but, you know, and then we'll have to muddle through as best we can. But I just want to know, are you are you willing, like, if, if Steve, so plan, option A is still what we're all hoping for, that Steve will come and we'll do the fiscal dialogue. Uh, but the question is, plan B, if it's not, are you willing to stop him to do that? Are you going to give a... Uh, just give me the honest reason why, if not, that you're not going to. Or if you need time to pray about it, which I think it would be an excellent um, point, is like, you know, there's all these things we think and we believe and we feel, right? But I think it's fair to ask, given the way we describe this group, given the thing that we think that God is telling us to do, I think it's fair for me to at least ask you to pray about it, that if Steve doesn't come, whether... Uh, it is pleasing to the Holy Spirit for you to leave next Tuesday. Is that a fair question to leave it at? Yes. My one related question, mm -hmm. um, really important to me. Let's say, let's say I, I decide that, all right, let's go in, I'll come in, and I, I do what I think is best. And let's say mm -hmm. it goes well. And let's say, like, mm -hmm. I'm able to sort of get the group sort of working on something. Mm -hmm. But... Let's say that it's like, I don't know, let's say I adopted Scientology and somehow I convinced everyone they're all going to be, you know, into Scientology. And I have us taking feeding readings and all that sort of crazy stuff every every week. And it just goes down a really, really awful path. How would you respond to that when you start seeing that happen? Well, I think the first thing I have to say is that the only caveat, and I guess this is not obvious, is that at the end we do the I likes and I wonder. Okay. Is that, and I don't care what the experiment is, as long as we evaluate it afterwards. And I'm pretty sure if you went too far off, uh, that if we had scheduled structure time where people could share their our likes and I wonders, that we would find out. You say, well, I wonder if that's really biblical, you know, because uh, there's so many, many people who are very concerned about being biblical. Right. And, you know, the, um, and as I say, well, you know, I think that this is an issue. And so hopefully I would expect, I would, I would hope that if you did something that was off kilter, or frankly, even if you did something that was really good, but was rough, that people would say, I like this part, but I wonder about this. And if enough people wonder about something, then we say, okay, maybe we should take next week to talk about it. 
And then if you started to pull rank and say, well, no, I'm the expert on this, we're not allowed to have a discussion, then we'd have a problem. But if the group is willing to, as long as we create a safe space for feedback uh, and for people to share their concerns, and if people have serious concerns, we devote time to dealing with it, I think we self-correct. Okay, what if, what if I can, could convince the entire group that I should have rank and should be able to make calls like that? And that would be so agree. cool. Really? <laughs> yeah, I could totally imagine a future. You're the one who says, you're the one who hates that future. I, I do, but I, 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 I propose it as a hypothetical because I know it's something you wouldn't like. I want to know why? how you would respond whoa, to that. Whoa, 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 whoa. You, 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 why, why do you think I wouldn't like that? You wouldn't, you would like that? Yes. I, I, I mean, like, I get a really strong hippie, you know, buck authority sort of vibe from you. I think that would be the sort of hippie, you know, buck the authority sort of vibe from you. That's what I'm sensing. Well, like I said, if, if the, the only way this, I have faith in this group that they're not a bunch of wishy-washy um, sheep who just want to follow a strong personality just because they promise um, niceness and, you know, chicken in every pot and unrealistic, unrealistic things. If we got to that point, it would be because you actually did the hard work of actually figuring out what it is that people deeply need and that you have demonstrated the willingness and the ability to pull it off, that would be awesome. And I, and I don't think that either you or they would do that in a way that um, would be worse than what I'm doing. Really, because like, your, your experience is that already churches do this and they're doing a bad job. That's one of the reasons yeah, you have I, So I call me naive and egotistical. I believe that we have brought a group of people and a nascent culture such as it is that it's not going to fall back into that really uh, yeah I, I really do I, I believe that um yeah like the and you know and just so you know like i've always had an expiration date on this thing right we're doing seven seasons and then we have a jubilee on week 50 and then we're done uh, I don't know what happens after that. I'm hoping by that time I'll know it. But this is not like, oh, my God, this is a big thing that I'm going to own. It's like, no, the whole point of this is to build some things where people are asking hard questions and finding scalable answers to. And my God, the faster I get this off my plate and other people take it and run with it, the happier I will be. They're and certainly, really if I see doing things that are inappropriate, I will share my I likes and I wonders at the time, and I think people will take them seriously. So if you're doing something that were truly evil or truly foolish, it would come up. And if my perceptions were wrong and the group solidified through prayer and fasting on the direction there, great. Like, I am the first one to admit I have a really crappy idea of what I'm doing, and I would love for people to do it better. Really, I really, really hate your answer. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't think, that, first of all, you know, I just don't believe, A, that you're going to do anything um, that is morally unconscionable. And B, I don't think the group would let you get away with it if you did. Well, certainly not. But I mean, like, I, I could easily see us evolving into something that is just, you know, I don't know, a Baptist, regular Baptist church. I suppose that's possible. 
but like the amount of effort it would take to, to pull this away from my vision, if someone actually really wanted to put that effort into that, God bless them, right? Because let's face it, I have so much inertia on my side that if I made vague hints about going back to the way things were, uh, people would be easily swayed unless someone had really done a lot of hard groundwork. And I can't imagine anyone caring that much for something that has no revenue and no status associated with it, <laughs> unless they really believed in it. I mean, that's the only thing I've got going for me is the fact that I'm just insane enough to actually pour all this energy into this thing. That's the only real source of my authority on this. And if someone wants to trump that, God bless them. Yeah, that's the thing. You're like asking me to put energy into that. Well, I'm thing. asking specifically to put energy into solving the problem that you identified that I was doing a bad job at. Well, that's how I think this group is supposed to function. I mean, you're the one who said to Steve when he had his episodes, like, you can't just dump on someone and then not stick around to follow through on it. Right. So that's I'm asking true. you to do the same thing. Oh, my God. This is convicting. It's just one Tuesday, Dave. You just have to make your little opening statement and then moderate the discussion. All right. I want to get a little... Uh, God, I'm going to hate this. I want to do prep work. Or you can just pray that Steve shows up and this is all moot. Uh, I think any, anything anything I do is only only going to be useful. Um, That's true. It would just make it would make the fishbowl more effective, I think. Yeah. I'm not actually thinking about that. Um, who do you consider to be the members of the Great Reset? In terms of the regular members. Mm -hmm. Um. So Ted, obviously, as the founder. Um, for this question, I think the active members um, would uh, would be David Huffman, Eric Christensen, Janet Davis, and Bill Breck. You know, Robbie's kind of an observer at this point since he wasn't part of it, and he's waffling on whether he should even show up as much as I would like him to be there. Um, and of course, Steve. And you. And me. Yeah, I guess Eric and Ted are really the only wild cards. In terms uh, of, I think I have a good idea what like most people are thinking and what how they're going to respond to things. Yeah. The uh, Eric is a really strong wild card. I had I was actually surprised by his response yesterday. Um, so you didn't think it was a big deal? Uh, he he actively resisted. So yeah. Mm. Um, there's 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 he, he wasn't passive about it. He was very he was actively resisting it. And I was I was surprised to get that resistance so strongly. Um, mm -hmm. And you know, like I said, I don't know I don't have any clue what he cares about and what he wants. Um, right, like I said, he's really into this DBS thing, and so that might be part of the, his reluctance to be distracted from it. 
How long has he been in the group? He has been part of the group um, about a month or so. I think it was only shortly before these incident. Um, but he and I have known each other for a long time, and he's talked to me about Discovery Bible Study, you know, off and on throughout the years, because he does it literally full-time as, you know, he's a missionary. That's like his job is teaching DBS to people I'm in so Thailand, so it's a big deal for him. I'm so Sorry? surprised to hear you say that there's momentum in this group when, like, it feels like the current membership is fairly fresh. Um, sure. Um, um, it's a curious sort of momentum. Uh, yeah, I want to talk to Ted. All right, I'll say this. I will leave the group if I can have an hour-long conversation with Ted. Okay. Do you want me to tee it up, or do you want will you reach out to him directly? Uh, can you can you put us in contact with each other and help organize this? Sure, I will set a three-way chat up. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, the conversation, I mean, I don't care if you're part of that. The conversation is, is I want to direct a bunch of questions at Ted, though. He's the one whose mind I want to enter into. I think that's the only thing I need. Okay. Thank you, David. I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think this will be a seminal event for us. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I have I have some bad tendencies that this this might drag out. Well, that's also a good thing. <laughs> like a, a tendency of like sometimes uh, I don't mind destroying things if it means I win an argument. I'm tr I'm resisting that urge. Well, in fact, if anything, I think you're actually. Uh, conquering that urge by not worrying about winning the argument, but actually trying to do the right thing for the group. So I'm really proud of you for that. Maybe you'll actually build something in order to win an argument. Yeah. Well, uh, it depends on how the conversation would go. Uh, goes with Ted. Ted is the the linchpin to all of this. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I will set that up. We'll see what happens. Okay, thank you. Thank you, David. Have a good week. All right, take care. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was good.